There we go. Oh, Hello God. there. Hello. How are you doing? How are, make sure we everybody can hear us properly. Welcome to Going Rogue, all our weekly Star Wars stream. Because, like I said on Twitter, look who's with me today. Look who's with me. And the, uh, like, if you were listening to Beyond the Schmodown uh, last week, or not this, yeah, this past week, this last episode, we said we had an announcement to do on Going Rogue this Tuesday, and this is kind of the announcement. Nikki will not be just be joining me for this episode. She's going to be here for every stream now. So, so, uh, <laughs> oh, nope, wrong one. Sorry. <laughs> nope. There it is. <laughs> yeah. So every th- Tuesday, 8 p.m. going rogue, it'll be us. Um, so yeah. Um, let's see who's in, who's in chat right now. Jake Yacoveta, um, is in chat. Uh, I see Timur Morrison, um, not Timur Morrison. Wow. What, what is it? Where did that come from? I have no idea. Timur, uh, Bada. <laughs> squadron uh commander up in here jack yakaveta squad mate squad mate as well uh chris, chris scorpio thank you for joining us in the chat but uh yeah a lot of this episode might be just me talking probably it's going to be <laughs> I'll, I'll i'll chime in if there's something mm-hmm. i kind of know about <laughs> yeah. yeah but uh, before we get all to that there was one stream lab that i missed last week when ben goddard was on um so nick if you want to go ahead nicky will be handling the oh. chat room handling all all that that's going on with oh, uh, yeah. Streamlabs and everything. So go ahead and we have the Streamlab is up. Uh, fire question at us, guys, if you want to. Uh, patrons, go ahead and, and uh, I post in the Patreon for you guys to post Brandy. questions. Hey, Brandy, welcome to welcome to the, the, the stream. Dancing into the chat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, go um, go ahead and, and fire away that, uh, that, we, that Streamlab we got from PC. Should be right so there. PC donated last week and it was like at the very end mm-hmm. when we had already... No, we hadn't already signed off, but it was pretty much like it was pretty much almost there. Yeah. And um she said, Demi, please spill what song and she's she's kind of referring to uh Beyond the Schmodown, mm-hmm. which is different than this, but it's whatever. Same people, so same diff. She said, Please spill what song did you have in mind and for which competitor? A den member maybe. And uh because she's talking about how we did the Greedy for Belt song. Yeah. And I mentioned that there was another song that I was like, Oh, I just kind of got some inspiration one day and it, was, it just made me think of like one schmodown player in particular i know this is not a schmodown yeah show yeah, but we, we want to you know, go uh, ahead and address the stream lab because you but know. yeah uh i don't know if i should say who it was or if i should say what faction they're in i mean i don't know what do you think the faction we might we might go into it on beyond this, this coming week the player that i was thinking about doing a song on that i just inspiration struck me it was a player on the usual suspects yeah so we'll just we'll leave it at that for now. So yeah, so you can go ahead and check um, if you. I think we might just drop it, drop the name on Beyond the Schmodown this coming week. And if Who you knows? and if you haven't listened to Beyond the Schmodown for this past episode, we did make another announcement that uh, that was the last audio only episode of Beyond the Schmodown because this next uh, Monday we will be dropping uh, Beyond the Schmodown in video form at three thirty uh, Eastern Standard. So that's twelve thirty for our. our uh, uh, Pacific. Pacific Coast friends, um, but if you want to get it early, like everybody else does, the, uh, I'll be dropping an audio form on the Beyond Schmodown podcast feed at normal times at midnight um, uh, Pacific, uh, three Eastern. So you can still get it early there. But if you want to see us, uh, these lovely faces, this we're, we're I'm, I just ordered a new desk, so we're this will this will be the it won't be the exact setup, but pretty much the exact setup. Uh, with a new desk, but uh, yeah, this will be dropping. It will be premiering. We'll be, um, I decided to be premiering these videos um, for Beyond the Schmodown uh, on uh, three three thirty 
uh, Eastern, 12.30 Pacific. But yeah, so let's go ahead and get into Star Wars. This is a Star Wars show. I want to celebrate Star Wars. Um, so I believe the first, um, like like we've been doing, like I've been doing in the past streams, is talking about Clone Wars. Uh, we're up to episode five, uh, season seven of Clone Wars. This one was Gone with a Trace. The uh, commentary for for this episode will be going up tomorrow if I can get it recorded. And I know I've been very delayed on that, but you know, things happen. Kid happens. Kids. Just can't just can't swing it. But um, but yes. Yeah, so um. One of the things that uh, I liked about this episode is we're getting into. I, I, know, I don't know how familiar you are with Clone Wars at all, if at all. Oh, me. Yeah. I'm the only, only other person in the room not <laughs> familiar with Clone I'm familiar with the, the movie, movie. Yeah. But I haven't actually watched I mean, the you, show. You might have something to say about this because um, we're getting. This is a part of the this, this season where we're getting into Soka's story. And at this mm. point, she's not a part of the Jedi Order anymore. Mm. Wow. Is that a spoiler? Uh oh. I'm not going to spoil this. These episodes have been out season six and before have been out for a very long time. So, Um, yeah. So, but like, you know, at this point we're seeing where she's at um, post leaving the order. Um, We get a glimpse at uh, the lower levels of Coruscant because um, in the movies and in all the shows, we've only seen the top level of Coruscant. So like the high, the higher ups, like the rich and the senators, the Jedi, um, and in this episode, we can see the lower levels. And the only time we ever get like a, a peek at the lower levels is in a, a Thrawn novel. Um, one of the, one of the uh, governors gets, I think, I believe it's Governor Price. Um, chat will, will correct me if I'm wrong, but like she gets stuck in the lower levels because somebody set her up to, to you know, because it's a power struggle. They want to get her, they, I think they set her up to get jumped. But then she gets her, she finds her way out of it. So that's the only peak I, I believe that we've gotten at the lower levels. But I like mm-hmm. seeing... Uh, just like the norm, the normies of of Coruscant, you know the regs. Yeah, the the regs. Not yeah, you know, but like you know, it's like it's not. It, what it didn't get as cutthroat as I'd like to be because it's a kid show. But like it's just these people. Damn, they, they, they they just want to find their way around Coruscant. You know, they live in this this high this. It's the center of the galaxy, basically center of the Republic, and uh, yeah. people forget that uh, all the time that. Uh, you know, it's not just senators. It's, there's regular people, and there, there, there are people. I, I can't remember where I read this, or if I heard this in a book or something. That there are people on Coruscant that never saw the sky. They live their entire lives not seeing the sky at all, because they're on the lower levels. And this one actually happens in thir- level thirteen, thirteen, which is was a Star Wars game that was supposed to come out, but then got canceled for some stupid reason. But Probably yeah, coronavirus. <laughs> if I had to guess, stay safe, people. I hope everybody's staying home, washing your hands, uh, doing social distancing. We're obviously not confined, not abiding by the six foot rule <laughs> but whatever whatever i haven't left the house in three weeks and i come in and wash my hands and stuff when i come home from work <laughs> <laughs> yeah but uh, can i interject for one yeah, second? yeah 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 pc just joined chat so howdy and yes i i i just for the question about the song it's a member of the usual suspects <laughs> we're just gonna like throw that little teaser out there so yeah you. watch i'll watch beyond the schmoda we can watch beyond the schmoda now that we, we announced in the last episode make your and speculations yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh tune in for that if you want to do that but uh, getting back to this clone episode of clone wars there's some things about it i like it um i know your familiarity with ahsoka was it in the movies yes i mean you've watched that movie what like two or three times now more than I should. What have. do you think of Ahsoka at your limited like exposure to her? Like, what do you the think? The only of her so Ahsoka far? I'm familiar with is Ahsoka from the Clone Wars movie, mm-hmm. and I gotta be honest. I mean, she's all right, but mm-hmm. I understand why people did not like her when she first oh, came yeah, out because no, that was I, a I thing, hate, right? I hated her when yeah. I first saw her. People didn't like her when she first came out, and I could see it because she's she's obnoxious she's in that obnoxious, movie. Yeah, she is. I mean, um, just, everything is guy yeah. guy. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but I, I'm curious if you would be 
be like up to watching Clone Wars and Rebels because she has one of the best arcs in all of Star Wars. Well, because she's now she is probably one of the most beloved animated characters, oh, soon to be live characters. Not only animated characters, beloved characters of all of Star Wars. Yeah. Um, I think what the um the arc that really had me flip on her character is the one I was referencing when she leaves the Order because the whole story behind that is she gets accused of treason. Um, because mm-hmm. she gets framed for it by another Padawan learner. Oh, bitch. And, uh, you know, the order's like, you know, you know, they're all like, oh, okay, we accuse you, you're, we're, um, you're being expelled from the order and all that stuff. And she goes off to, um, like prove her innocent, innocence. And when they find out that, you know, uh, who the real person is behind, like the treason, like, uh, the order comes back, is like, oh, sorry, Whoops. my bad. <laughs> Whoops. And she, and this really is like, um, if you look at the last Jedi, like Luke talks about like the hubris of the Jedi and all the mistakes that they've made at the height of their powers. Mm-hmm. This episode really highlights all that because they get so stuck in, in like, uh, politics and procedures and not really like being, um, in tune to what, what a Jedi really should be. And Ahsoka totally picks up on that. He's like, I don't think I could be a part of this anymore because it's not what I was raised on. Yeah. And she leaves the order. And this is where we pick her up on that. But um, yeah, I, I, I like this episode. I just didn't love it. It's my least favorite of the five episodes that, we, um, that we've seen so far um, in, in this episode. I want to dive deeper into Ahsoka because uh, she comes back to the Clone Wars, fights along with the Republic. She ends up going head to head against Maul, um, at, which I'm, I'm so, so hyped to see, but yeah. Um, so, um, if you want to, um, get my full, like deep dive into this episode, uh, I do video commentaries for them. If you, you know, it's uh, available to squadron officers and above for the Patreon. So go ahead and join our Patreon. If you want to, um, see deep, deep, deep dives into these episodes and watch these episodes along with me. Um, yeah. uh, also for, for, for the Patreon, uh, 15 and up the, uh, squadron captains and up. So captains and commanders, we have three commanders right now. We have no captains, but as soon as we get like maybe like three or four people in in those uh, tiers, we'll start doing uh, movie watch alongs. Yes, we haven't decided if we want to do live or not. Live, Um, live would be kind of hard for us. Live is hard because baby, but Mm -hmm. who knows? Who knows? We'll 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 see. But we we definitely surprised. The first movie we're going to be watching is A New Hope. (laughs) Oh, okay, because chronological. Wait. No, not chronological, theatrical. Theatrical, <laughs> theatrical release. But, you know, we're not, we don't want to just limit us to, you know, just Star Wars. This isn't a Star Wars channel. Yeah, we cover Star Wars on this channel. But, you know, we're, I'm a movie guy, so we can branch off to others. So um, patrons will be, be able to, like, suggest movies for us. So go ahead over to the patron for that. For that. So let's go ahead and get into our next topic, which is the... Um, One question. Yes. And I, I feel like I've heard a lot of people say, mm-hmm. Ferez Uthana don't know if i'm butchering that <laughs> and i'm very sorry if i did yeah. <laughs> but they asked do you all know when they're dropping rise of skywalk on disney plus um i heard summer it might be sooner sooner because of all this corona stuff going on mm. because we've seen big budget movies that were in theaters like i believe it was um there's a couple of like big movies that were dropping that they already just you know they were in theaters for like one week it's like all right well we're just gonna drop it on demand and you can rent it for like a i think it's like 48 hours or 24 hours or something like that uh-huh. for like $20. Mm-hmm. So and, and, and in some regions of the United States, that's like the actual ticket price of ticketing. And it's sort of like that. I think matinee for in Florida or in Orlando, at least um, when I used to go watching movies was like $10 from matinee. I think it was 18 for like a night showing so stupid. something like that <laughs> but like, yeah so it, it evens out I, I, the the whole corona thing like i i don't want to harp on it but like it's hard to to get away from <laughs> yeah but um 
But yeah, the big losers out on this is the theaters because they're losing out on a ton yeah, of money. Yeah, of course. Because I think Christian was saying like on SCN or whatever, they make the most of the money on concessions. Yeah. So they get a small this. percentage of ticket sales, but it's so like minuscule. Yeah. But um, yeah, so I, I think uh, it'll, I heard, it's on, de- it's on um, a video, de- video on demand right now. So you can buy it. You can buy Streamies. all this. Yeah, so stream. It's not yet on streaming services. It's not going to Netflix at all. Oh, but, but I'm sorry. It's digitally released. It's digitally released. And I think <sighs> it's potato potato the 30th so we're not too far i think it's like next week it drops on blu-ray which i mm. i don't know if i'll be able to get my hands on it through amazon anymore because of the whole again the corona thing is uh, is oh, just, like a physical copy yeah physical copy i'll, I'll probably head like head out to best buy to buy it venture out into physical the world. haskell with the insider tips as per usual yeah. physical copies come out on the 27th you're in uh, the Disney right. Movie Club. They refuse to budge on the release date, mm. even with what's going on. Yeah. Rise of Skywalker coming out earlier than it was supposed to. Yeah. So obviously, yeah, obviously, COVID. obviously, I've gotten my hands on a digital copy um, for the Rise of Skywalker, obviously because the Shmodown stuff. Yeah. Um, so I've I've actually since I've gotten it, I've watched it like ten times. So it's a total with my other copy that I was able to get. <laughs> um, Don't listen to him. Uh, <laughs> I've seen the movie. <laughs> I, I think I'm upwards of like 40 times now somewhere around there no more than 40 wow. so that's how many times i've seen it um Damn. but yeah so let's go ahead and get into the next topic of so bumping off the clone wars thing and it's, it's kind of fitting that uh we went to we were talking about ahsoka because news dropped this is this has not been confirmed by disney or lucasum just yet but i think it was variety or i can't remember but but it's a room somebody came out with a rumor that rosario dawson is ca- was casted in season two of Mandalorian mm. for Ahsoka. Mm. Um, and to that, I was like, I don't care if this is a rumor, this is exciting news. This, at least it's a possibility. It's a strong possibility that this is happening. So it's not like for real, for real. It's I not, thought it was it, like a thing. That was a, It was a rumor, but then I think it's date, Dateline. Dateline actually came oh. out, I think, yesterday and said, yep, it's actually happening. Oh, okay. But Lucasfilm and Disney still refused to put out an official statement because I think they're they're holding on to that um, to for like that still surprise thing because I don't think this was supposed it's to not get a surprise out. anymore. Disney, everybody yeah, knows. I don't think this was supposed to get out until uh, the Mandalorian season two. That episode dropped, so I, uh, I part of me wishes that it didn't happen this way. It's like because I, because you saw you sat and watched uh, Mandalorian season one with me. Of course, um, I did. well, just while we're on that topic, like, what was your overall, overall thoughts about that? I enjoyed the Mandalorian mm-hmm. a lot as a and as a casual fan like yeah uh, you enjoyed it because there because i remember watching it with you and I'm like oh man that's awesome that's cool that's from this and you're like what oh yeah what there were some things that happened mm-hmm. like uh well i mean i don't know there's probably some people that still haven't seen the mandalorian but there was something that mm-hmm. something that you see mm-hmm. in the last episode yeah that you, Andrew yeah. shit his pants and I was just like what <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I, I, I completely nervous I was like it's from this episode in Clone Wars and like and, you know it, it ties into Rebels and do it's like oh my god oh my god <laughs> she's like what is this nerd talking like what's about? happening <laughs> <laughs> but like again it didn't that didn't ruin your experience of Mandalorian no. right? and I think it's things like this with Ahsoka yeah. it's gonna lead and like because a lot of things that people are like you see people on social media like Star Wars like diehards like me geeking out over this stuff on social media and people are like what is this and then like go back and watch this episode of clone wars go watch this yeah and people and people are like okay i'll give clone wars a, a chance uh-huh. so with uh, with this news of rosario dawson playing ahsoka does this this give you any more curiosity for watching clone wars at all because i think this is a great dynamic to have you on the show because diehard fan 
newer fan to Star Wars. Yeah. Well, and a completely new fan. I've never watched any of the animated series. So, like, what is there? Rebels, Clone Wars. Rebels, Clone Wars, and Resistance, which I I think is a highly underrated uh, series. I mean, I've only ever, like, heard it in passing when Andrew has it on. Mm -hmm. So I've never watched them. But does Rosario Dawson being cast give me more of a curiosity? Curiosity, yeah. Sure, because Rosario Dawson seems like a cool lady. Mm -hmm. And that, like... I don't know, Photoshop of her as oh, Ahsoka. Yeah. It looked pretty sick. I should have downloaded that um, and put it in the OBS so I can bring it up. But and whatever. the thing, I, f- I don't know, the thing that I've heard a lot of people say is like, oh, you know, I can't I can't watch Ahsoka if it's not Ashley Eckstein, Eckstein, whatever you say, Eckstein. Yeah. And that's the cool thing, not being an animated show yeah, fan. It's, it's not going to make first a, exposure it's not gonna to, any difference yeah. for me. <laughs> your first exposure to uh, Ahsoka will be and then people like me are like oh man this doesn't feel right you know she doesn't sound right and to that i say you know don't it's like i'd have no problem with if ashley actually doesn't dub over her because why would you hire a talent like rosario dawson to have all her her lines be uh 80 yard uh dubbed over it's true i've I don't get people like, oh, if they don't do like a Darth Maul situation with yeah, Ray Park and Darth Sam Whitmore, it's like, you know, it's like, and people are like, oh, well, you did it with Darth Maul, do it with Ahsoka. It's like, did you, have you heard Ray Park talk? Yeah, it's rough. It's rough. It's, it's like, man, the man's an unbelievable martial artist. He was one of like, you know, growing up as a martial artist, he was one of my like, you know, people that I looked up to as he had that martial artist connection and the, the uh, Star Wars connection. So it's like, but then, you know, you hear him talk, it's like, oh, no wonder they dubbed over his lines. He's like, that's, yeah. that's, that's a rough, not a rough accent, but it's a thick accent. If I, what is, he's Scottish? Yes. Irish? I think he's, I, I, Scottish? Uh, chat, chat will, uh, um, he will, will he, definitely uh, correct us. Movie Fenobi. What's um, up, Movie <laughs> Welcome to chat. <laughs> um, if I could impersonate a Scottish or Irish accent, I would like do Tatooine is sparsely populated but <laughs> it would be a fucking train wreck if I tried to do that yeah, kind so of it's, it's like accent. I don't get these people who are like oh if, if it's not you know if, if it's not actually acting voice in the character it's a you know it's a complete fail it's like no I don't see it that way it's like you hire Zara Dawson for her, her acting career but she can definitely like change her voice a little bit to sort of like and we have no idea like where like is it a larger role is it just a, a non-speaking role yeah, is it a cameo? Like a cameo I mean I would love for this to open more doors to having an Ahsoka miniseries at the very least of live action yeah. or an Ahsoka movie. That would be fantastic. But um, yeah, I don't see if if she is have a larger role, that'd be just a waste of talent just dubbing over her lines with yeah, Ashley Eckstein. Absolutely. It, guaranteed. If it like if it is a speaking part, I can almost guarantee that they're gonna have Ashley Eckstein as a cameo. Maybe she bumps into her in the marketplace uh, yes, or something. I could definitely see that. That would be uh, that would be another geek out moment for me. It's like, like uh, I like your outfit or yeah, something, or something like, like, that. like that. Oh, I, lo- I love your hair, your ha- hairstyle or something. Um, it's even not hair, it's like an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> so Haskell mm-hmm. popped in and said, "Where to go, uh, Andrew? Did you see the other casting news that broke today from yes. Mandalorian? Michael Bean, Bane, 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 Bean, yeah. Hicks from Aliens." You know yeah, who that is? Uh, yeah, um, I, I got it all pulled up right here. If you want to see a picture, if I'm not mistaken, he was also in Terminator. Yes. Yes, he was Kyle. Oh God. Somebody. <laughs> Kyle something. I can't. Wow. I have not. I've, I've seen T two more than Terminator, mm-hmm. but yeah, my immediate thought for this guy and another character you're probably not even familiar with because it's from a N64 video game was Dash Rendar. I immediately <laughs> no. went. Uh, people in chat will will be like, yes, yes, yes. I immediately like, come on. You look at him. He's like, yes, Dash Dash Rendar. 
because anybody dash render ship is canon the outrider it was uh, he had this like and he no he actually is canon because he's mentioned it in i think a comic book or a short story and um like him and hansel had this like rivalry going with mm-hmm. like smuggling and like who had the better ship and stuff kyle reese thank you thank you haskell kyle reese um are you from it have you ever seen the original terminator true champ over here uh yes it's just been a very long time yeah. that's the one where he's like comes down and he's like naked yes in the beginning yes and then the t1000 no t1, the liquid t1000 t2 the original Terminator, where Sarah Connor's not a badass at this point, they go they go after Sarah Connor because she gives birth he, to Sean. T one thousand is not in this, making himself liquid. No, no, no. That's is this T2. the one where he goes like this? No, that's T oh two. Oh my god! So you have not <laughs> maybe, seen Terminator. Maybe. Oh my god! It's just been a long time. Where's, maybe we'll do the one where she hangs onto the to the fence and like uh, and like fire. That's T two. Fuck. So maybe you, I haven't seen. You have, you have not seen. Or Ter- maybe Terminator. it's just been a really that would long be time. maybe a watch along movie for our patrons. Uh, how embarrassing for me. <laughs> <laughs> No, but yeah, he was Kyle Trask. He was he was he was sent back in time to protect Sarah Connor because she's not a badass at this point. Protect her from Arnold, who was a um, T eight hundred, T nine hundred, one of the older models, and he gets sent back. So Kyle Trask gets sent back to protect Sarah Connor, mm. um, and that guy is, is apparently cast in the new um, Mandalorian season two. And again, my immediate thought was Dash Rendar. The the, li- the timeline was perfect. It's, we're right in the right like time space. T eight hundred. T eight hundred. Thank you. Thank man, you. Yeah, Haskell, one. just you true, should, true champion. You man. should compete. Slow <laughs> down, man. I was in the right hundred uh, uh, mark, but I got the T, <laughs> so <laughs> I'm pretty much killing it. But yeah, um, yeah, that that's a, that's a good casting. I, I can also almost guarantee he's like he's maybe like a smuggler type. Um, I also I think also in that report, what's his name is coming back for season two. Um, the the, the guy that everybody had problems with his Boston accent. <gasps> Bill Burr. Bill Burr, yeah. So he's, <gasps> I did it. Yeah, he's, he's returning for, to reprise his role in season two. So maybe he's involved with him. I didn't have a problem maybe with him. Br- I, yeah, I didn't either. I don't. It's like you have Scottish accents in Star Wars. You have English accents in Star Wars. I mean. You have apparently Jewish accents in Star Wars with Watto. <laughs> apparently. I thought Watto was Italian. I did too. I'm I the totally asshole, did I guess. Too. I like Watto. I like Watto. I don't get why people don't like Watto. I think he's funny. He wears funny pants. And he, it's not like he's a bad guy. He's just trying to make make his way in the. He's kind of a sleazo, but you know he's a, he's a little bit of sleazo. Who isn't? Bag, but, <laughs> but he says an entire clone story, and you know business is business, huh? Uh, only and money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he's just a dude trying to you know trying to make his way in the universe. Han Solo. No. Lando Calrissian. No. Just the guy trying to make his way in the universe. Yeah, that's the mm. line from a movie. It's not Han or Lando. No. I'm just oh that's Boba Fett. Wow. Wrong book. Wrong <gasps> Wait. Django Fett. Django Fett. There you go. She got there eventually, ladies and gentlemen. She got there eventually. Sorry. Got there for eventually, my, guys. My but, um, <laughs> but yeah, so like um, Rosario Dawson as, I like, I would like to see her in maybe like a two episode arc. Maybe the main, somebody said it in, S, I think it's SCN. Somebody said it in SCN, like um, have her be like somebody that the man learner calls on because, you know, the child is like, you know, spoiler alert if you haven't watched any of these. Oh, yeah. Um, that the Switch chi- off now if the, you haven't seen it. The child is force sensitive. He's actively using the force and maybe he brings in Ahsoka or he, yeah, he meets really up with Ahsoka somehow. And they, uh, Everyone saw that coming. Yeah. But. that Like they uh, they interact and like, oh, this kid is force sensitive. Maybe you can help me out this 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 child that I have no idea how to handle this ability that he has. Yeah. Um, I, th- I think that'd be great. And I, I hope that it's a larger role. I, ho- I really hope it's not just like, hey, I bump into, hey, it's Ahsoka Tano. 
and then she's gone in the next two seconds. Yeah. I really hope it's like a two, at uh, the very least, a two episode arc. I see how she's received, and then if there's a third season, I don't know. Oh, I, I, have to be, no, but... I have no doubt that she's going to be received well. Yeah. Because people have been been clamoring and just yelling to everybody, like Filoni and like everybody at Lucasfilm, like, where's my Ahsoka Tunnel series, movie, whatever? Um, they're like, they've, uh, granted, they've always wanted like Ashley Axing to play her, but then yeah. there's this whole campaign online, this fan campaign, where it's like, hey, Rosario Dawson would be awesome. And, and I'm wondering, like, because I, I believe it was, what's her name? You saw her on, on Twitter, um, Ashley something, um, that did that Jim Carrey scene. Ash Crossan. Ashley Crossan. Uh, I don't know how you say her name. Yeah. Um, Crossan. Crossan. Yep. She, she works for Entertainment Tonight or Interim Weekly or something, one of those outlets. And she actually uh, interviewed Rosario Dawson, and she's like, oh, people have been wondering, like, you know, would it, what would, how would you feel about playing uh, Ahsoka Tano? She's like, yeah, it'd be awesome. And I'm wondering how, like... How how long she's known she's been cast as Rosar as uh, Ahsoka? Because probably a lot longer. Probably than a lot that. longer than than we because the whole thing with Obi Wan with Ian McGregor. Yeah. Um. You know, he just recently got like last year announced. Like, yep, he's coming back to play reprise his roles Obi Wan in the Obi Wan series for uh, Disney Plus. And he when the news finally dropped and he was actually able to talk about it, it's like, yeah, I've been holding this in for four years. Oh. <laughs> it's like oh he's basically been lying to people for four years. Like, yeah, well, you know, no, I, don't know. We'll I haven't heard anything just yet. We'll see if they ask me. I would love to come back. Oh. Hey, movie Fenobi with the donation. How uh, do I get to it? <laughs> um, you scroll up here. Oh, oh let, me, let me get you. Oh, use, use the mouse. There we go. So, movie Fenobi. Uh, Can we see the whole thing? Oh Jesus! Let me. Uh, oh gosh. Oh God. Okay, type in oh, here. Oh God. Actually, let me go here. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I got your movie Fenobi. Hold on. Just we we're having some technical things here. We're trying to figure things First out. First time I'm doing this. First time doing it this way. This way, yeah. Well, I saw on. Brandy said that she was lost, and me too, girl. Yeah, but thank you for the Streamlabs <laughs> movie for knowing we bring it to you in just one second. As we see it, there it there is. It is. We just didn't see the whole thing. Yeah. So, movie Fenobi with the donation. Thank you. Mm -hmm. uh, the family that Star Wars together stays together? Yeah. Well, you lovely people are bypassing social distancing for social commentary <laughs> with Wars of Stars. <laughs> You're good people. Stay in balance. Have a great night. Steve. Well, thank, thank you. Thank you, Fenobi, for, for your kind kind gestures. And, yeah, uh, we don't social distance from each other because his germs are my germs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm his biggest threat yeah, from the coronavirus because yeah, I go out to work. Yeah, and, and her he work. Stays home. Yeah, and just you know, her work is taking precautions to where. Yeah, I work in I work in healthcare, mm -hmm. so yeah, and precautions gonna, are everywhere. Yeah, and you're going to be home most of the time now. Yeah, I'm actually working from home for the rest of the week. So it's going to so be exciting. It's going to be exciting. So yeah. Um, yeah, we, we, we um like I mentioned on Patreon that we are taking our own precautions um for uh you know for social distancing and, and all the corona stuff. But yeah, so thank you so much for the streamlabs. Uh, go ahead and keep dropping questions in the chat and if you feel so generous, streamlabs.com uh, forward slash videos by Andrew One. I'm still trying to I know how to change it, but you know, maybe I'll make that announcement soon. Brandy says I've only later. ever seen a new hope. This is all new to me. Oh, well, that's a great one Damn. to start with. Start Damn. with the original. What? Tell me what you think about it. Um, what do you think about it? Are you um, up for watching newer, uh, the newer films, the uh, all the other ones? Um, let me know. You know, you, you know, DM me on Twitter. Uh, hit me up in the Discord. Yeah. So yeah. Have you watched Mandalorian? That's what I'm curious about. Yeah. Like any Star Wars adjacent stuff or <laughs> nothing? Yeah, but <laughs> yeah. So let's go ahead and close out with this. Uh, Talk about Rosario Dawson playing Ahsoka. Um, 
I, I love this news. I really hope this leads to more of live action Ahsoka. Yeah. Maybe a miniseries. I, I highly doubt them doing either a movie or a full on. Like, let's see how many seasons we get stressed this so. out. I think it's maybe like a an eight episode, maybe at very least a four episode miniseries. Um, that'd be great. Um, maybe we'll see more Rebel. Maybe this is a gateway for more animated characters more canon characters to make their way to live action because i've always wanted to see i'm going to spit out a whole bunch of characters that you're not going to even give any to you're not going to even care about because you haven't heard of these i want to see a uh uh ray sloan jump into live action i want to see um oh no uh another one that i can almost guarantee that they're gonna try to not guarantee but i would highly high, high level of possibility is uh genica Bonkar's character from battlefront 2 uh Iden versio I've heard you say that name yes, before. <laughs> that the timeline is so perfect for her to jump into this a because she's a part of the New Republic. She's hunting down old like Imperials. She's an Imperial hunter, um, and it happens after five years after Return of Jedi. This would be perfect for her to jump in. So yeah. those are my thoughts uh, about that. I really hope this leads to more characters coming in from canon to live action, or just the biggest i've said it so many times the biggest problem with the new movies for me is not enough crossover with the canon because star wars is that unique beast because marvel kind of does it sort of but star wars is that everything counts novels yeah. comic books video games. games movies obviously tv shows so i want to see more of those crossovers i want to see like oh i've read about that character let me see him in live action or in the show so yeah but it would also be nice that if they do do crossovers like mm -hmm. that if they make it like I don't know. Like if they make it like a natural part of the story, not just like shoehorning this person in mm -hmm. there because people want to see them because there's going to be people like me and like, you know, Brandy, the, the, <laughs> they don't, we don't consume mm -hmm. all that extra oh, stuff. Yeah. Maybe we want to just watch the movies. Maybe we want to just watch or do one part yeah. of the content mm -hmm. and not have to do the extra research to understand why we should yeah. appreciate it. And yeah. And a, and a good example of that, I think the one movie that did do this really well was solo with the, Spoiler for Solo, if you haven't seen it, the Darth Maul appearing at the end of the movie. You went into that movie. I mean, you were aware that Maul was still alive. I don't know. Not I really. Might not. But what, so this is, a, this is a perfect example. You're again, you're a newer, quote, casual fan yeah, of the property. What was your thoughts on like, well, well, I thought he was dead in the movie. What happened? Yeah, I was like, I thought that dude was in two. Yeah. Like, so what what's was, he doing there? Yeah. And I think you told me he was like, oh, well, you know, in a book or whatever, yeah, yeah, in a TV show, they yeah. put him, they glued him back together yeah. or whatever. Yeah, so in Clone Wars, his, like, he, through his hatred, he kept himself alive <laughs> and he found himself um, somewhere and like his brother found him um, and stuff like that. So that's a perfect example to where it it, it uh, encourages um, newer fans of like, I thought this happened. Well, if you go back and watch this, um, he's alive in here. This is how he came back. It's like, oh, let's, I'll, I'll check it out. And then it leads to more fans of the Clone Wars. And like again, and I'm glad they brought him back because Maul again is another character that Filoni has handled really well and has an amazing arc in Clone Wars and Rebels. Yeah. So um, I'm curious to see that. I really hope that this leads to more um, canon material making its way into live action and eventually movies. And again, the announcement of High Republic, I think that's a fantastic chance to do this. So um, yeah, let's uh, check out chat. Um, please fire away. Questions, guys. Again, the Streamlabs is up. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. So, uh, do you see any questions um, for us? Not at the moment. Okay. So, um, let's go ahead and get into the main topic of tonight's stream um, is uh, the rise of Skywalker. 
Uh, that I've seen. So yeah, this one you're you're very familiar with. Hey Tamor, what's up? Big salute to our uh, squadron yeah. commander uh, up in up in chat. So um, so so um, the rise of Skywalker. Obviously, it's another one of these Star Wars films that uh, is very divisive. Very divisive. A lot of people just don't like it. I am in the club of uh, the when I f- first saw this movie, I was like, all right. Uh, it's a good movie. I didn't hate it, but it de- I, I, I get definitely see the problems people have with it. I definitely have my own issues with it. But then on, I saw it again the Saturday after I saw it that Thursday, and I'm like, I was able to not turn my brain off, but shut myself off from the own criticism that I had it with and everybody else had it with it, and, be like, and just go in and appreciate the movie for what it is. And I ended up, I love this movie so much. Yeah. What, are you, what are your thoughts? I had fun. Um... But then again, I'm going into it with a different mindset than mm-hmm. you and a lot of other fans. Andrew and I watch movies very differently yeah. because like we can, I can't think of an example off the top of my brain. I mean, I don't know. Oh man, I wish I could think of a good example, but there's mm-hmm. definitely been a movie that we've seen that we go in and he's like, that was dumb as hell. And I'm like, I had fun. Uh, what? No, oh there's a, there's one that was the opposite for this. This is back in college when we were first we first started dating. It was um, shoot 'em up. <gasps> Did I hate it? You hated that movie. Oh, and I I was no everybody in our group because we went to go see it with a group of friends, and everybody hated that movie. That movie was pretty dumb. Everybody, your biggest problem was the physics in the movie. I'm like, really? Yeah, it's like the physics in Fast Nine. Like, it doesn't. <laughs> that's not real. <laughs> the one scene you had a huge problem with when the baby was on that uh, carousel, merry-go-round thing, and he was shooting it to get it, keep it away from the bad guys. And you're like, oh my god, inertia would have taken that kid straight off that thing, and but it stays on. And like, I was the only one in that movie. And I'm like, that was awesome. I I had a blast with this. So I didn't love it. It was just it's a guilty pleasure film. Yeah. It's like the title itself tells shoot you what kind up. of movie it is. Yeah. Shoot 'em up. It's a shoot 'em up film. Yeah. It, I was expecting one-liners. Yeah. I was expecting uh not a, a deep story. I was expecting like cliche everything, you know, oh the bad guy that that doesn't want to go straight and you know this meeting up with somebody else makes him go straight and all that 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 jazz and I was like I had a blast with this movie. <laughs> and everybody else including you were like this is stupid. This is Which so is dumb. Which is surprising for me because usually I'm the one that comes out like, I had fun. Like, mm-hmm. what was the big deal? Like, stop reading into it so mm-hmm. much. <laughs> yes, usually me. So like walking out of Rise of Skywalker, I was like, I had fun. That was a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. At the first time you were like, it was good, but I'm, I'm you know, I I'm not. Issues, yeah. yeah, I'm not like totally right there. I walked out of it like I wasn't like, you know. Mm-hmm. peeing my pants in joy of how good it was but i was like wow i had a lot of fun yeah i enjoyed it i'd watch it again so did you uh, so upon upon your first viewing because you, you've seen it several times now too with yeah. you know coming home to me and being on the tv um uh, oh yeah and by the way i see that pc is leaving because of spoilers we are probably yes, definitely yes, yes, going to yes, be yes, talking yes, spoilers yes, yes, yes. so if so, you haven't seen rise of skywalker you mean absolutely yeah and so. brandy's the real mvp mute it <laughs> leave it on in the background for watch out thank you thank you thank you <laughs> yeah so if you have not seen rise of skywalker obviously we will be talking I'm, we're tr- we'll try not to spoil so much but we will be talking spoilers i don't think we yeah. can talk actually no i don't think there's a way to talk about i don't it think without. there's no workaround so if you have not seen rise of skywalker you know obviously uh, like Brandy just did, put it on mute <laughs> so we, we can get the views. But you know, go. It's on digital now. Go yeah. rent it, buy it. It's you know, and then it's watch, a good time. It's a good time. Watch it and then come back and, and watch this. But um, 
but yeah, so um, as far as issues go, I had issues with the pacing, um, with um, some of the writing. Well, um, seemed very video gameish to me. So like, yes, we have to get this thing. Now we have to go get this thing. Now we have to go get this thing. And um, same, it felt that way a little bit in, yeah. in Last Jedi too. But yeah, not so much of La- Last Jedi. Um, oh, maybe there's that one scene with yeah. Maz Kanata. But go on. Yeah, that twice. was yeah. Like I said, with La- Last Jedi, everything to do with Luke, Ray, and Kylo. Uh huh love every bit of that i think brian justin was very clear in saying that i really want to tell the story with with those three everything else with the resistance is just like a completely different movie there's they're playing tat not they're, they're playing like a big chase the entire time there's yeah. running away from the first order the entire movie pretty much so I, I have i have big issues with that um but um but yeah but i had the the um, pacing was really really rough the first time i saw it because it was just like all right now we gotta go here. Now we gotta go here, and like the whole scene with uh, Kylo Ren, um, and after he gets his uh, mask back on, that scene lasts like at most two minutes, and they're off to do the next thing. I was like, Jesus, can we not just take a breath for a minute? And and going into the the movie, like um, the first line is the dead speak, and they just jump right into the Palpatine stuff. Yeah. It's like, wow, we're not gonna just okay, wow. And like my biggest fear for the Palpatine thing coming back. And I'm gonna. I'm and I. I did just finish listening to the Rise of Skywalker novelization just today. So um, I'm gonna be jumping in with a couple of points from the novel as well. But like, they didn't elaborate on Palpatine. It was just, it was just like he's here. He's here. <laughs> okay. How did you survive? It's like because. Because I'm so powerful. Okay. Cool. But like in the novelization, they go further into it. It's like they reveal that the body that he's in is a clone, and he can't handle oh, his yeah. essence, and that's, that's why, why he's running away. And at the end of the again, again, spoilers for the novel if you haven't read that. But the, near the end of the novel, when Ray is um, defeating him, uh, she gets a glimpse at how he survives. And like when Vader throws him down the, the shafts in the Death Star, he's like, "Oh crap! I, I, I it's like shoes. I didn't see this coming. I saw this coming, but I didn't see think it would be this soon." So. Uh, he had a contingency plan from the beginning. The clone thing was he had it planned out for years. So he's like, all right, here, here we go. Um, and he, he shoots his consciousness to, to the clone body right before he hits, hits the bottom of, <laughs> of the thing. But then the, the second he gets into his clone body, he's like, oh, crap, this thing's not going to be able to handle my essence because yeah. they, they didn't have enough time to prepare for it because he saw this coming, but it came sooner than he for, foresaw it coming. Okay, so, wait, I have a question that yeah. it might derail the train of thought. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so he made clones, mm-hmm. and you're saying that he was like, oh, shit, shoot my essence into <laughs> 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 a clone. <laughs> <Ew>. uh, yeah. <laughs> um, did it have to be a clone, or couldn't he have been, just been like, oh, right, it had psh, to, and then shoot it at her? It had to be an empty vessel. Oh, all right. So, um, so it just had to be like a sack of bones. like a, Yeah, a, exactly. A skin and, that, and, and bones This pile. was like... Like the, I can't remember how many times they'd done it, but this is like the billionth clone they tried because they kept trying and trying and trying, mm. and they'd tell by his genetic makeup that it's like this one isn't gonna work, and they were probably on the like, how are uh, teens try, and it just happened to be the one they had to get into because he then mentioned that like there's another clone that's not a pure clone of him, it has a little bit of variation to it, mm. and that's the son of Palpatine, and he's like, well, the only thing that thing is good for is continuing the bloodline of the Palpatines, and that's how Ray is born. So that this the novelization has some great little nuggets into it, and I hate that people are like, "Oh, it's a prerequisite to go into the Rise of Skywalker." I think I it's, disagree. I completely disagree with that because yeah, you get a little more deeper into like storylines and the mindsets of characters, but it's like you can still enjoy the movie. Yeah, I did, and, and I'm not going to read the book anytime soon yeah, ever. And if you want to know more about 
the you know whatever how Palpatine came back or you know all this other stuff with Ray and whatever was going on with Finn and all that stuff. Read the book; you get some awesome answers. Um, there's some other added scenes to it. Zori Bliss is, it has a couple other scenes um, there as well. Um, more scenes with Lando, which is which is awesome because he goes into like when he goes onto the Falcon before they go um, rushing off into battle. He he goes around and like he has like little moments. He's like, oh, I used to do this with um uh, when I had the Falcon, but Han messed it up and did this to it. <laughs> um, and he finds oh, this is a great moment that uh, he finds his hollow disc with uh, Chewie. And he's like, I really shouldn't, but I'm a scoundrel, but I'm gonna do it anyway. So he turns the hollow hollow protector on because he's because at first he's like, I don't want to invade Chewie's space. He's like, whatever, I'm not okay with this. And he turns it on, and, and it's this hollow of Chewie holding young Ben, and he's coddling Aww. him, and he, and Ben is like tugging on his fur and laughing, and it's like, that's so oh, that's cute. so cute, that's so cute. But it, it's like stuff like that that the novel is fantastic for. But you don't need to read it before you go into the last to the rise of Skywalker. But yeah. Um, but yeah, as far as issues go with the movie, I had issues with the pacing. I felt it just darted all over the place. It really wasn't like a whole cohesiveness. It's supposed to close out nine films. It really doesn't. It, it's more of a closing yeah. chapter for Ray. This yeah. is Ray's movie, no doubt. This is Ray's movie. Yeah. Um, because it closes her arc so well. Um, what were your some of your issues um, as far as that goes? Well, like I said, Andrew and I watch movies very differently. Mm -hmm. I don't really use terms like pacing and stuff like <laughs> that. I, I'm, I might be like, oh, you know, that felt a little rushed or God, that lasted forever, that scene, you know. Um, I, I don't remember feeling like anything was like rushed or whatever, mm -hmm. like I did maybe with other mm -hmm. films. Yeah. Um, did you feel the plot was a little shallow? Because I've heard that argument a million times. No, no, I mostly had any issue I had was mostly like a moment, like mm -hmm. an interaction between two characters or the way they handled something or the way they said a certain line. So I didn't really have like these broad overarching, mm -hmm. you know, issues. It was more just like, I didn't like that. <laughs> like, <laughs> I just didn't like that interaction right there. Yeah. Yeah. So if let me hear from you guys. So go ahead and um, fire questions on chat. I'll let me know what you guys thought about the Rise of Skywalker um, issues you might have. It. Have you seen it multiple times? Because again, for me, that second viewing, I really needed that second viewing. And Brandy brings up a good point. That's mm -hmm. how movies based off of books are in general. You get more from the book, and that's yeah. uh, everybody always yeah. says that. Oh, the book's better. Oh than the no, movie. absolutely. Like um, I would say, because another book adaptation that really the only book adaptation that i've read the book prior to the movie was ready player one and the only book i think i've read that was a movie was hannibal hannibal yeah really yeah i really enjoyed it it was a long time ago but i really enjoyed it and i yeah. did think it was better yeah. i think it's not that the books are necessarily better sometimes i think you get you're able to dive into characters heads more and it just it lets your imagination and creativity go crazy Absolutely. because if it's on the screen it's like explicit it's right there it's mm -hmm. it's made for you but if it's, you read it you get to paint the picture in your head yeah. as you think it's, it should be it's different mediums because like again with books you can like you you can actually see or read what is going on in a character's head mm -hmm. that's so hard to convey in film because mm -hmm. it's it's a lot of i say this all the time we were actually discussing this off air it, film is a lot of showing me don't tell don't tell me yeah, and like if you can do something or say something without actually saying it yeah. and showing showing me this, and we'll get to this later when we deep dive into this film, do it. Yeah, because like that's one of the, my problems with the prequels. Sometimes is the dialogue is they they constantly tell me things rather than showing me things. Yeah. So 
not a fan. Yeah, sometimes you have to, but yeah. you don't have to spell it out like the audience is a bunch of idiots. Yeah, exactly. So like, but with Ready Player One, the book is absolutely better than the movie, but I still enjoyed the movie. It's mm-hmm. the movie is it, uh, nostalgia is always thrown around in a negative way. Yeah. I I like nostalgic. It when done properly, not right. It, it it's a very great tool for filmmakers because yeah. like Abrams uses nostalgia, I think perfectly. In which one? In Rise, or? Rise and Force Awakens. Because yeah, yeah, yeah so. you're throwing old story points at me, but it's it's injected into the story in a way that they had to be there. Or yeah, it's it had, organic. It, it, it's organic. It had it, it happens in a way it's familiar but fresh. Yeah. So I think Abrams is fantastic at doing that. But let's um as far as like we've already gotten some names like what are some of your most favorite moments in this? Because I believe we, I can't remember you, you told me this. Somebody on social said that the Rise of Skywalker is a beautiful term. It's the title of this of this oh, podcast. Yes, it was. It's, like, it's beautifully flawed. Yeah, it's, and I completely one hundred percent agree with that because as somebody that studies film and that actually studied film in college and aspires to be a filmmaker, I can see the issues that people have with this. It's like. Yeah, I mean, the plot points aren't as deep as, as, say, Last Jedi. The pacing has issues. The editing is a little jarring here and there. The cinematography isn't fantastic. Uh, my favorite looking film of Star Wars movies is Rogue One. I love the way the way that movie looks and feels. Yeah. Um, and, you know, Rise of Scarborough was vastly different from that. But as... I, see, I don't pay attention to that Yeah, kind, but so. as... Uh, as as a whole, there this movie is full of fantastic moments. moments. So yes. many moments. I agree. I, I I said this to you, and I, I don't believe I've shared as anybody else, but like Rise of Skywalker, I don't think I've ever gotten as emotional in a Star Wars film than with this one. There's so many moments where I tear up in this film. Hmm. There are a lot of moments in this movie, like the the moment with Leia. Uh, again, spoilers. Someone when Leia passes. Oh god. I I I tear up when. Um, Ben talks to the memory of of, uh, of his father. I tear up during that moment when Chewie freaking like oh, when he hears that Leia pass. That like that's that's full on like sobbing. Yeah, that was that was um, rough. But there, um, the um, the very end of the movie, Ray Skywalker. I get chills every time I hear that. So it's like, because yeah. it's like it, there's so many great messages with Ray. It's like, um, it's the whole like what defines me? Do does my bloodline define me or does my actions define me? I don't it's like my bloodline. It's like you, if you did that, then like Leia and Luke, um, and the bloodline, the book bloodline, actually the, the galaxy does judge Leia for her blood, her, her, her bloodline rather than her deeds, because like she's done so much for the new Republic, done so much for the rebellion. But then the second everybody finds out she's Darth Vader's daughter, the entire galaxy turns their back on her. So it's, it's just, I could see that. yeah. So um, as far as moments, what are, let's go ahead and uh, give me a moment that you love in this movie. So one of, and I don't know, it's just kind of the first thing that pops into my brain. One of my favorite moments is talking about that scene mm-hmm. where Ben talks to the memory of Han. Oh, he's going to go right do, into it. <laughs> yeah. That's the one that's just fresh in my mind because we yeah. were actually talking about this. Mm-hmm. Um, we actually differ on this moment. We though. differ on one part of the scene. Mm-hmm. So, Actually, this is a good example of a, a part of the movie where I didn't like and a part that I loved. Mm-hmm. So the part that I didn't like was, and we differ heavily on this, mm-hmm. is I'm not a fan of how Ben was like, I know what I do, but I don't know if I have the strength to do it. And he's repeating And he's repeating from... the exact same line mm-hmm. that he did in The Force Awakens. Go on, go on. Um, I'm not a fan. I, I thought it was, it felt, kind of and i say this with all due respect i'm mm-hmm. not trying to shit on this movie or anything because we're supposed to be celebrating star wars <laughs> but um i'm just not <laughs> i i felt it was kind of 
forced a little bit. I mm-hmm. felt it maybe even a little bit cheesy. Um, I'm just not a fan that they recycled the exact same lines. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Andrew really liked I it. Love. This is my favorite scene from the entire movie. And I love I love that they revisit similar beats from The Force Awakens. I I I'm I appreciate mm-hmm. following similar beats, but mm-hmm. I just I did not like the exact the, same my, line. Okay, yeah. So like that that's what I meant. I love that it is revisiting lines from The Force oh, Awakens okay. because um it's it, it plays to that, that this isn't a force ghost. This isn't like a fever dream. It's it's like a me- it's it has nothing to do with the force. It's Ben's memories coming back to him. Yeah. And um and I love that this this balance of that it's his parents that bring him back to the light. Yeah. His mom gives her last her dying breath to to bring him back, and then his father just like you know sets him over the edge. And I love this that it's it's this it's basically the same scene from The Force Awakens, um, and I love that it's revisiting the same lines because it's like it's like that moment like have you you've ever if any point in your life like you made a mistake and you wish you could control and see you, it and just you, do a do over. We wish you can do a do over. Yeah. This has been doing uh, um doing a do over like yeah. this is the way it should have happened. Now that my mom has brought me back to the light and like, this is how I wish I would have done this. Which I respect. And it's not just for, for Ben either. It's for Han because that whole line of like, I know I, I know what I have to do, but I don't know if I have the strength to do it. And The Force Awakens is it's like, will you help me? And Fall's like, yes, I'll help you. I'll, I'll do whatever it takes. I'll, I'll help you. In The Rise of Skywalker, he's like, I don't know if I have the strength to do that. Ben, uh, uh, Han doesn't go, oh, yes, I'll help you. It's like, no, you have the strength to do this. Mm. It's not like I. It's not like you need help. You have the strength to do this. I. It's so. It's not just uh, Ben doing things that he wishes he would have done. It's also yeah. his father doing something that he should have done yeah. and saying like, "You don't need my help. You're strong enough to do this on your own." Yeah. So that's. I love this this entire scene and that whole how the scene ends with Ben, like lifting his saber, like, "Oh, is he going to stab his dad again?" And he goes. <laughs> Dad, that, that is lip quiver. One of my oh, that God. is the example of one of my favorite moments in the movie when he so just says, good. "Dad," gets choked up, and lip he, quiver. And he can't say it. He can't say it, and you know and the whole, he just kind of yeah. you know gets all choked up, and then Han just says, "I know." A great <sighs> moment where they could have made him choke out. I love you, and, yeah. but it would have felt it would have felt forced. disingenuous. It wouldn't have been Ben. Yeah. I wouldn't have well. It would have been Ben. It would yeah. have been Ben Solo. So I'm glad that they didn't lay it all out for the audience and be mm-hmm. like, hey, dummies, in case you didn't read this is enough what into it. Say. This is what you're trying to say. Yeah. I'm glad that they left it, let us read into the moment. Mm-hmm. And it was also a classic Han moment of, I love you, I know. So as soon as Han says, I know, you know what he was responding oh, yeah. to. And but yeah. Adam Driver acted that oh, scene to perfection. Him, like, uh, Daisy Ridley also is fantastic in these scenes, yeah. but... Oh my God, Adam Driver is fantastic in these movies. He's he's an underrated so actor. Good. Well, not really. He got nominated for an Oscar. <laughs> I mean, maybe he's getting where he needs to be. <laughs> no, well, I, I think I think Daisy really is an underrated actor in my eyes because yeah. there are some things she does in the Last Jedi that I'm like, Oh my God, that's so good. I mean, even Mark Hamill's performance in the Last Last yeah. Jedi was fantastic. But I do like on the whoa, Ooh, on the more. same uh, on the same scene is another one of my favorite moments. Yeah. Taymor, he said, "The Rise of Skywalker is in my top five of all time." Ooh. Uh, I saw it three times in theaters, and I think it was perfect. What are some of your favorite moments from The Rise of Skywalker? Okay, that's what we're talking about, Taymor. Some of mine are: Ray's Force Lightning comes is it accidentally comes out mm-hmm. um, when Ray Force heals and Ren's turn to Ben. 
Yes. So we agree. Yeah. yeah so <laughs> we, ju- we, ju- we, we just touched on um, Ben turning back, which I think a lot of people are, are, are like um, another one of those things where they're hating on that. And it's like uh, they hate how Leia goes and um, like and, and, and it's like it's and, and it's I like thought how, it worked. I thought it worked. And people are like, how is that turning from the dark side? It's like if you look at the scene prior to this, when he's talking to Ray in the Death Star wreckage and he's like, you can't go back to 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 Leia now because what you know about your past. If she found out about your past, she would shun you. There's no way you can go back to her now. Like I can't. I've gone too far that she won't love me anymore. And the fact that she reaches out with her dying breath a to say love. a mother's love. Yeah, exactly. To like I'm giving up just to say just to, to reach out to you. That in that moment he's like, oh, I guess I'm not too I mean, far gone. My mother still loves me. The, a mother's unconditional love yeah, exactly. conquers all. Yeah, so I think he lost sight of that, and and her reaching out to him is just that confirmation of like, oh, maybe it's not too late for me. And then the memory of his father comes back and turns turns him completely. So, I don't get people sometimes. I mean, and if it know. feels rushed, it's a movie. <laughs> I mean, I, it, I, you can't if you showed the entire emotional journey of a madman being turned by his parents into a cool guy. It would take years. I, I do. I There's do think. There's no way. You I do it in real time. I do think that this movie could have ended for an extra ten to fifteen yeah. minutes, just to just dedicate that to Palpatine and how he came back, and not just oh, I'm back because um, yeah, I was bored. <laughs> yeah, I was bored <laughs> sitting out here in, 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 on X Gold. But um, yeah. So um, since Tamor didn't notice, uh, mention the uh, Force Lightning out of Ray, yeah. that's another one of my my um great. That was the moment that I was going to mention next with um. That moment of uh, when you know Chewie supposedly goes off into a transport and Ray like force grabs it and like it's like oh my god I actually want, there's so many moments in this movie where I actually verbally like oh that's cool <laughs> oh my god and then Ren comes out and like they have that tug of war with the ship I'm like this is this is fucking now st- this is Padres <laughs> no this is fucking Star Wars yeah this moment is absolutely Star Wars with like two force users just dragging and then you get the surprise of the lightning coming out of her fingertips and like at this point people are like okay n- yep she's a palpatine because you equate lightning with palpatine even though yeah. even though dooku did light- lightning from the nobody remembers well. dooku everybody <laughs> knows that palpatine hey, did dooku lightning. is a really good character he's all right <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah i i love this moment just because of this pure fact this is one of those moments in the theater i'm like this is star wars this is why i love star wars it's the whole force and and you know space wizards and like oh my god so cool um but yeah, it, that was an awesome. There, there's just I, it's such a little small like nuance thing. But like when Ray like grabs the, the ship and she sort of like does this, like you it, you can see like her feet are like planted in the ground, but like her body sort of, her waist starts to shift backwards, like she's actually pulling on a rope. That's like one of those like like body acting that I was like, God, that's such a cool little detail to include. Yeah. So, um, what are your thoughts on on uh, this this scene? I thought it was a great moment. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I it wasn't. I wasn't. I don't know what I thought going into this movie when everyone was like debating over Ray's heritage and whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't think I ever saw her being a Palpatine. But I feel it was out like, there. well, it was probably out there, but I didn't. Care. <laughs> <laughs> didn't Christian say it? He's like, something oh, like I told that. you fuckers. <laughs> but um, when she was like and like pulling on the thing, I feel like for some reason in that moment I was almost expecting something to come out of her. Mm-hmm. Um. But even still, it was just like, it was a powerful moment. And it was, I like it because 
everybody complains that Ray's and Mary Sue and whatever, and mm-hmm. you know, nothing can stop her. She's too powerful, whatever. But I kind of like these moments that it almost like exposes a weakness in her where she's like, Oh shit, that came from me. Yeah. And like, she almost gets scared. She scares herself and mm-hmm. it's kind of like, all right, well she's yeah. obviously not totally invincible because if she's able to get startled by her own actions, then she's obviously, yeah, she's, she's flawed and yeah. she's vulnerable. Yeah. And I kind of like those and moments. Yeah. And that, that's the thing with Ray. Ray is my favorite uh, sequel character because I, I relate to the whole, like, just, I want to be a part of something. I want to matter uh, in the universe. I want, you know, all that. And I don't want, you know, my bloodline to define me. I want to, I want people to see me for me and mm-hmm. my actions. Um, and what I love about Ray is like her weaknesses aren't physical. They're not yeah. power weaknesses. They're emotional weaknesses. Yeah, They're, emotional character traits. She has this great sense of belonging. That's her biggest flaw is that like she could do all this stuff on her own. She doesn't need everybody, yeah. but she wants everybody. Yeah. She doesn't have to belong to to this group, but she wants to belong to, to, to that. That's her biggest weakness is the sense of belonging. And I love that at the end of her arc, she finally gets what she wants yeah. and belongs to this great like created family of of the resistance members and she takes on the name of skywalker and she gets to choose it herself it's not yeah. something that's forced on her yeah um but yeah uh where's i going with that good question <laughs> <laughs> no but oh no that's what i was saying but like i remember sitting in the theater and when the lightning came out like i i gasped but then you were like oh my god yeah. like you verbally like gasped yeah and i love watching movies you this way because another moment with ray that happened with the force awakens with was on the force in takodana when she's being uh, chased by ren uh-huh. and like the um she uh She's like running away. She's like looking at the trees, and you hear the lightsaber going. You're like, oh no, 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 my baby, go no. And then Ren pops out of the corner, and you're like, oh no, oh no, no, no. I'm like, that's one of my favorite parts of that movie when he just. Oh yeah, the whole force tree is such a cool. I love the force abilities, and that's another thing that I love about this movie is the expansion of force abilities and passing objects through the force. And like Tamo was saying, with oh, passing objects and healing and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I love the expansion of 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 this, and this isn't like new things to Star Wars. Like, because in um, Legends, there's force healing, there's force projection. So this isn't new stuff to Star Wars. It's just new to the canon. Um, But yeah, that's another one of the moments that I absolutely love in this movie is the you know the, the passing yeah. of the legacy saber from ray to, to ben and then the shrug and it's like oh my god that's so that's like top it's got to be like top five moments in star wars for me oh. it's such a it, it's it, it's my favorite moment in the entire movie it's like oh that yeah. was awesome that because was so good in that moment honest i mean i don't know <laughs> this is probably like everybody agrees and doesn't think this is some mm. big deal but like i feel like in that moment that Palpatine was like goading her and trying to get her to strike him down or whatever. Mm-hmm. When she when she was like getting ready to lift her lightsaber, she mm-hmm. had like tears in her eyes. I, th- I feel like in that moment she was ready to just fucking do it. Oh yeah. And then when she felt um, Kyla or Ben, mm-hmm. and then she was like, "All right, let's let's do, let's do this instead." Like I just thought that was such a powerful moment because it seriously looked like she was like, "Well, yeah. I guess I have to do this. I have I have to become you know Sith Empress." that's yeah. the only chance i got yeah. you know it's the only choice i got so i thought that that was a pretty powerful moment question for you does that make her a denzel in distress that she has the that it takes ben to snap her out of it oh i don't see it that's that a way. hot take i don't see it that way 
I don't see it that way. Because it's not like he's rescuing her. That could have happened to anybody. That mm. could have been Luke right there and somebody would come to help him. I mean, it's only a question just because she's a female. I don't think it makes her a damsel in distress. I just think it made her a person in a desperate situation. Yeah. Who and a person who is now her ally is coming to help her. I don't think it makes her a damsel in distress. I just think, I think it made her a cornered, desperate person that had a friend with good timing. (laughs) And this is a case where it plays out differently in the novelization because in the novelization, um, she's just buying time. She's not giving into it. So there's a moment, there's a moment in her head where it's like, oh yeah, maybe I I should just do this and take over the galaxy. I mean, how bad could it be? Yeah. Um, But in the, in the, in the novelization, she senses Ben from the, when he lands, I I could be wrong. I could be listening to the, the book wrong, but the second Ben lands on Exegol, she senses him. So she's just oh. buying time for him to get in there. Oh, I thought that she was yeah. all like oh, teary-eyed. And, and, I no, thought she was like the, ready to In go the movie, that's it. exactly how, how it plays out, that she's yeah. giving into that, that uh, into Palpatine and she's ready to do it. But then she sees Ben. It's like, oh, okay, let's just do this hey, now. Do but this I think instead. it plays out differently in the novelization. I could be wrong, but um, I was, you know, uh, uh, I think that's how it plays out. She's buying time for Ben to get into position to pass the saber onto him. Uh, but yeah, um, any more moments that you like absolutely love in this movie? Um, I know, like um, one of my favorite lines in the movie is when, uh, uh, with Carrie Fisher, when she passes, when she go on on uh, Agent Claus, when she's like, "Never underestimate a droid," and mm. Ray turns around and goes, "Yes, Master." That is one of my favorite lines in this entire movie. Yeah, just because it, how much of it implies of like, oh, Leia's actually training her. She's and this is something they again expand on in the books. There's more yeah. scenes with Leia and Ray and her passing on her knowledge in the Force, and it's just it's. It, it, it's so I want if Carrie Fisher was alive and was able to film all these scenes, we get so much more of Absolutely. Leia training Ray, um, and that's just one of the things I, I loved in the movie is like that 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 one little yes master implies so much history with these two characters yeah. now and so much more connection with them. But um, any more moments that you because we're running a little over right now, so yeah. We're, we'll, we'll we'll say yeah, another couple t- more minutes, ten minutes. Um, I really enjoyed um when she was. I feel like all of my moments are coming from like the second half of the movie. That's fine. But like, I I did enjoy the moment when she was like down and all the Jedi started talking to her. I thought that was pretty cool. Oh yeah, and I think Freddie Prince gets yeah. the best line out of all the when, Jedi. In it's a, like in in, in the her heart something in the heart of the Jedi lies, lies her strength. strength, and it's just Freddie Prince. I, I don't want to yell too loud because of the baby sleeping, but like in the heart of the Jedi lies her strength. He puts so much yeah. gusto into it. It's yeah. like I get one line in this fucking movie. I'm, I'm gonna, gonna make it. I'm count. gonna make it count. <laughs> Uh, but he yeah, he has the best line and that, that that is cool i like how it like it zooms past force lining which we'll get to in a second um the force lining of palpatine and it's just it goes into the stars and it goes to racing that dun 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 like, yeah oh, that was something so, that tamo was mentioning having her own theme so perfect i love race theme so yeah much. her theme is awesome it's so good um something else that I, like 3po um Three uh, PO has always been that like annoying nuisance in the movie. Three PO was a bitch in the original trilogy. <laughs> Can we all agree on that? Like he was just such an a hole. Hot take coming from <laughs> Demi, but he was such an asshole. 3PO, like R two saving everybody, and he's just like mm, bucket of bolts. You slept fat glob of grease. <laughs> like, he's just so mean to him. Yeah, but Three PO is the best he's ever been in this movie. Yeah, he's so funny. Um, his, all the interactions with Babu Frick are, are hilarious. Um, I love the moment when they do when Babu does his thing and he's like oh yeah his eyes are red only display tells uh, it's so cool it's it's really cool um (laughs) let's see uh the uh the humor is so good in this movie too 
Um, bye, Tamor. Go oh, bye, bye, Tamor. Uh, thank, thank you for joining us on this episode. Uh, but uh, where was I going with uh, three? Oh, C three PO. Like I really wish they they would have left his memory black, and that and like that's his sacrifice. Oh, almost re- like he died. Yeah. So it's, like his conscience. His conscience dies. I mean, and, more or less, it kind of did. It kind of did, but they brought him back. So it kind of like, oops, they no, did? never mind. Yeah. They rebooted his memory? R2, uh, uh, because uh, remember that joke of like, oh, R2's memory banks are, are highly unreliable. And then that moment, like, they're going to restore his memory. Oh. R2's going to restore his memory. I guess they got to watch it again or and something. And they get back in ancient class and he's like, oh, I've, I would have remembered if I had a best friend. And it's like, you want to put what in my head? And then they cut to him like, oh, do you remember, you know, Ray? Ray, I'm going with uh, Mistress Ray on her first mission. It's like, which isn't her first mission. She has a mission in, in the novels, but whatever. Idiot. Um, but it's like God. I, it's like either leave his memory blank, or like revert his memory. Like like play on that joke. Like oh yeah, Archie's storage units are reliable. Maybe maybe he restores his memory back from one of the prequels or yeah. from the original trilogy. It's like oh we have to go to uh, Tatooine with Princess Leia. It's like yeah. dude, that was years ago. Yeah. <laughs> Where have you been? So like something like that. I really wish because it, it's just. Because that whole line in the trail, like they reel the trailers, I'm just taking one last look at, at my friends. That was a good that's moment. A, that's another moment. It's like, oh, that's such a great moment. But I know this is going to be undercut because they restore his memory. Yeah. Um, but yeah. But I remember you like the moment with Poe and uh, Zori on Asian Claws. <sighs> after yeah. the battle, everybody's cheering. That like wordless moment of like, huh? Yeah, you want to? Huh? And then yeah, she's just, like, no. no. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, right. yeah, I tried. That I tried. <laughs> I tried. That was fantastic. I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> And I know you commented also you don't like the bickering between uh, Ray, Ray Poe and Finn. I like the bickering. I, well, like I, they're, they're really short with each other in this episode. I just, I don't know. I, yeah, I was like, why are Finn and Poe, are they like, are they both like DTF with Ray and they're both like bickering like, uh, do you like her? Because I like her. But well, when they land on, on Kef Bear? Just in general. No, like, no. I don't know. They both, I think at the point of Kef Bear, like they're just frustrated at that point. Yeah, which is what I mm-hmm. think that you had explained to me. Like, no, yeah. they're they're just... Uh, you know the emperor's back yeah high stakes (laughs) (laughs) they're just all really tense about coronavirus yeah (laughs) (laughs) but i like that at the beginning of the movie when uh, the 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 ship lands um on on a agent clause and no finn and and uh not Finn uh poe and and, uh ray are arguing like what'd you do to the falcon what'd you do to what'd you do to the droid and it's like it it implies history with them because like she that line with you know what you are you're difficult. difficult man. You're, You're difficult, difficult man. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, and it, again, and, it, and that one line implies history with these two characters. It's yeah. like, they've been in this situation before. It's like, you can't light speed jump the Falcon. We've talked about this. What yeah. are you doing? So like, I, I, I like the bickering. Um, but yeah, we'll do another five minutes, guys. So go ahead and fire your questions at me. Um, again, the Streamlabs is up. Yeah. If you, you feel so generous to do that. Um, but yeah, um, while we're waiting for questions, uh, moment, uh, give me a moment that you didn't like in this movie. Well, we already talked about the uh, thing with her. Oh, okay. Because so, I already mentioned not really liking the, the exchange with the same lines between mm-hmm. Ben and Han. Another moment that I was not a fan of. Mm-hmm. I was not, you know, at the very end, you know, climax, if you will, mm-hmm. um, where... Uh, Palpatine. Palpatine is mm-hmm. like, you know, do it kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And like he's shooting his force lightning at her I'm all the Sith yeah I'm all the Sith and she's like deflecting it with a lightsaber Luke's Mm. lightsaber yeah and I'm all the Sith and then she like and I am all the Jedi and that was kind of Australian but like (laughs) (laughs) I did not really like that line I thought it was also kind of cheesy cheesy. you know and then the moment of (gasps) pew 
and like putting both the lightsabers. Yeah. I don't know. It just felt very like yeah. it felt very video game-ish mm-hmm. and it felt very Dragon Ball. And it, it was yeah. so predictable too that I was just like, oh no. And then just and again, I'm gonna use my own argument against me. It's a fucking movie. Like chill out, <laughs> me. But I'm just I'm not a fan of the fact that she's got two lightsabers and she's yeah. like deflecting everything and he's just like Oh, better keep shooting her. <laughs> like, I'm surely, 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 surely it'll, it'll start work. working. It'll start working. Yeah. <laughs> and then the same fucking thing happens. Like, I'm just gonna keep shooting my lightning, and then it shoots back at him, just like it did with Mace Windu. It's yeah. like, did you not learn your lesson? Fool me once, shame on me. Fool me twice, just an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> that was just a moment that yeah. I was like, ah, I, I'm yeah. okay with it. I accept it. But yeah, if I was JJ, I. I don't know. Yeah, probably would have done I would, it different. I would have like. I, I like the metaphor of it's like it's Luke and Leia's saber. It's, so it's Luke and Leia helping her defeat Palpatine. But yeah. I, I don't like it that it's lightsabers defeating Palpatine. Yeah, I think it, you thought that it should have been. It should have been her grabbing the lightning and throwing it back at him. Yeah. And like, or maybe her shooting lightning back at him. I would like it no, like like Yoda did in Attack of Clones and Revenge of the Sith, where he grabs it and throws it back at Dooku. Yeah. I would have liked that better because then because again this this is the problem I have with Yoda. Um, Yoda's fight with Dooku in Attack of the Clones. It's like, oh, clearly this battle can't be, or what was the line? It is is obvious that this contest cannot be decided by our knowledge of the Force, but but by our skills with the lightsaber. So it's like, okay, so you're saying it's the Force and lightsabers. So clearly lightsabers are better than the Force. It's like, no, it's the other way around. I I, I always like seeing Jedi fight without their lightsabers. And that's something that happens in the Clone Wars, this latest episode of the Clone Wars of the Sogatano. You see her fight without her lightsabers, and she kicks serious ass. So I want to see more. That I would have liked her better if she grabbed the lightning and threw it back. So it's like, all right, it's her force, it's her abilities in the force, um, taking over or beating Palpatine. I would, yeah. I really would have liked to seen that. Um, but um, it felt you know a little cheesy and very predictable. Yeah. but it is what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> any questions that have come in? I don't. I didn't see any. No. Okay, so um, for for me, the one moment that I just didn't like was a. Uh, the uh, Hux reveal being the yeah, spy. Yeah, I didn't like that either. I'm the spy. That was a moment of, like, hey, in case you dummies don't understand what's going on, yeah. let me spell it out for you. I'm the spy. And then he just gets off really quick. It's like, really? That quickly? Yeah. yeah. And like Rick Pride got, was like, tell him we spy. found our spy. Like, like come like, on, man. How did you, how did you, how did you figure it out that quick? <laughs> no, no. I mean, you know, Donald Gleason got really dicked in this movie. Like he, he was. Yeah. I know people have problems with the character. Of I Hux. like Hux. I like Hux. I, I just, thought it's great. If, again, if you and for us canon junkies, if you look into oh, his character in novels, like he's completely brainwashed. He's the spoiled brat that grew up on the Empire, and then it transitioned into the First Order. So he, yeah, he's this that he's so like he's a caricature because that's how he was raised yeah. so like i love the character of hux um and just the whole like no the last Jedi i think highlights what the character absolutely is yeah. the, the whole like why aren't you blasting that puny ship and it's like um oh this is too small and too close range we should we need to scramble our fighters yeah five minutes ago because he's so like like up like oh i'm i'm a general i know better than you and it's like no you obviously don't because we should have launched our fighter five minutes ago according to kennedy um, and the whole like uh, when when snow comes up and it's like oh I'll take it to my quarters and <laughs> ah good <laughs> fire <laughs> I love Hux I think uh, he's great <laughs> yeah 
Yeah, so I just think he he had absolutely nothing to do in this film. Yeah, I wish they would spy used, moment. I really wish he would have like um and this is something Alex Damon mentioned too. I really wish he would have like gotten together like an uprising of the first order to go against Kylo and like Kylo gets shunned by the first order and now he's on his own. Yeah. I really would like to see that. But yeah, I, just, I really wish they would have done more with Donald Gleason in this movie, but yeah. and then the whole reveal, I'm the spy. It's like really yeah, whatever. And like, oh, shoot me in the leg. I mean, whatever. But, <laughs> yeah. It's over. It's over. It's <laughs> can't do anything about it now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, um, so I think we're just gonna go ahead and wrap it up there. I don't, I don't see any questions. Don't see any streamlabs. Yeah. But yeah, so thank you so much for joining us on uh, this episode of. Uh, well, I was, I was almost said beyond the schmodown of going rogue. <laughs> really quick, uh, if you have not joined our Patreon. Um, patreon.com forward slash Andrew and Nikki N-I-C-K-I um, thank you to our squadron officers that you can see on the screen here and thank you to our squadron commanders uh, uh, Timur Butter Anthony Nugent and uh, Ferris Mathana thank you for your patron thank you for to our commanders um, if you would like to join the Patreon uh, check out our Patreon um, again the uh, Clone Wars commentary drops tomorrow for the latest episode we get more people into the captains and uh, commander tier we're going to start doing movie watch-alongs. And we have a new segment, and I might as well announce it now, with the uh, Shmodan watch-alongs, or oh, yeah. play-alongs, I should say, with this one right here. She's going to try to flex her movie knowledge. Um, Lack thereof. <laughs> <laughs> so that will be, the first one will be available to the public, just to give you a taste of what this new segment will be. It's going to be a hot mess. <laughs> and then the <laughs> so then the free ones after that will be for patrons only. So any tier of the patrons will be getting the segment, be a Patreon exclusive, but the first one will go out to the public for everybody. But, um, so, um, so Nikki DiMolanta, um, new addition to the show. I really enjoyed having you here. I mean, we obviously went over. Um, but uh, I, li- I like to have you here in the chat. So where can I find yeah. you online? Uh, I'm at I'm on I do things on Twitter at Demi D I M M M Y Y Y. Yeah, so thank you for joining me. I, I look forward to having you on future streams because I I, I enjoyed this. This is, this was fun. I like having not if just I'm around. Me, I like having it not just me talking to a camera for an hour because yeah. obviously we went over 15 minutes. If I'm around and available, and I don't have any <laughs> other plans. <laughs> but as for me, you can follow me on Twitter at Trudy Milanta D I M A L A N T A. Again, join join us on the Patreon. Um, but yeah, thank you so much for joining us on this episode of Going Rogue, and we'll see you next week, uh, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, what is it? 5 p.m. for Pacific Standard Time, people. Yeah. And we'll see you next week. May the force be with you, always. Yeah.